Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to part three of the three-part series of The Life of a Long Distance Runner. I'm your host, Nicholas Johnson. Today we'll be just talking about the second half of my high school career, uh, junior and senior year. Sadly, my senior year was cut a bit short for track, so that one you won't get anything to say about because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Anyway, let's get to my junior year of cross-country. And for my junior year of my cross country, my first race coming back, you know, after that horrible sophomore season, was in 1816. And I gotta say, for my first race, as fine as can be. For my second race, was in 1807. And look at that. A huge. Uh, right there, that's a PR for this season already. We're already on a good roll. Third race of the season, 1755. I finally, finally, after sophomore year, dipped under 18 minutes. See, I came back this year with a whole new outlook of running. I actually, over the summer, over the summer of junior year, I trained, and I trained, and I trained. And the same thing happened when I did it over my senior summer. For the junior, the summer between junior and senior, I trained. That's all I did. I trained, I trained, and I trained. And I had a different outlook on running. My junior year, I went all the way to sectionals and did a 1709. That year I went from, I started off with 1816 and went to a 1709. I PR'd my whole ton. And that's when I knew it was going to be a great year next year. But then I had to take this outlook from cross country into my track season. And as my coach always said to me, I had a different outlook for running. He said, when during my uh, cross country season, I was always more laid back. I was less the worker and more of a follower. During my track season, he said, I always put myself out there. I pushed myself on every run and put myself. Because of who my uh, brother was, he was the captain of the team as that back then. He was Randy Johnson. He was a year older than me. You could say we look almost identical, but we don't. And we run and run and run and run and run and run. That's just what we do. And as a long-distance runner, you need to have just your own mental attitude when you go for these runs. Just, you have to have your own mental attitude because you won't make it. All right, now let's talk about um, the indoor season for track. All right, I did a 400 this time. That's a new thing. I didn't do a 400 before, and I did a 53.77. I mean, that's okay. It's like could have been better, but you know, indoor season and everything. It's hot. Then the 800 indoors, my fastest time was a two flat, two two ninety five, two point nine five, and that was fast. For me, for an indoors, and then I made the state that year for indoors for indoor state. I did a two hundred two sixty nine. I took thirteen. Pretty much dead last in the race. It was it was bad. It was bad. And remember, remember me taking last. Remember, it's gonna be important for the outdoor season. All right, my mile indoors was four forty one. Not bad, but I hadn't run it since last year. You know what I mean? Come back, come back a bit odd. And anyway, my outdoor season. Outdoor season was something I, I've got to say amazing. Like I didn't think I'd do what I did that year. I didn't think I would, but I did. My junior season for track and field outdoors was the four hundred. Did a fifty-two eighty-seven. I raced two times in the four hundred outdoors. I beat my brother both times. <laughs> that was pretty good. My 800, I started off my first race with a 203, and I took second in a meet. It was uh, the show Boygan South Triangular. 
Not that bad. But I finished off that season with a PR of a 157.31. I ran that at sectionals, and I took third overall. I made it into state with a time. I did myself. I didn't think I was going to make it into state with that time, but I did. And remember when I said I took dead last in state indoors? I took dead last in state outdoors. Dead last. I took 26 out of 26, and I ran a 206.34. I have to say that was my worst time I ever ran in the 800 in high school year. I don't know what did it and what happened, but it did. But I said to myself, just got to get through it and move on. And I did. Because I was happy I made it there my junior season. Because it takes a lot. There's a lot of people who don't make it. But I did. I pushed myself to be a good, better runner and got myself there. Now let's talk about my, um, my senior uh, cross-country season. And uh, it wasn't... It was my best season overall, but I did have a hiccup in the middle. As usual, we always have a hiccup. You're always there's a certain thing you need to do. You need to have the right mentality to be a distant distance runner because it can never be like instantaneous. You got this. You can do it. You've got to think about what you're doing and then go out and run because you need to push yourself to be the best you can be. All right, we're gonna take a quick break in this episode because it's a long one. And you can go get something to drink, or if you're just doing anything right now, listening to this, just we're gonna have a little break. I'm gonna play some music, and then I'll be right back. For part the next part of this episode, you can get along. I'm sorry for that, but hey, it's fun. Yay! Remember when I said I trained over the summer between these two seasons, between my junior and uh, senior season? I did I come back from my first race, the Appleton Terra Invite? It's pretty much the same. It's the same race all four years of me running. The same first race. I had a 16:58. That's a huge PR, huge PR from my first one for last season and my freshman season. And then, the slowest race I ran this season was a 17-18. That was not that bad. That's not terrible. My fastest race was sectionals. Again, I took third. I took third overall in sectionals and ran a 16-25.3. That, that race, the ending, was incredible. I ran, I pushed myself so fast and was gone. I just went. And I took third. Going to state. Wasn't the ba- it wasn't it wasn't as bad as indoor track. I mean outdoor track season. It wasn't as bad. I ran a sixteen thirty seven and took forty first. It wasn't that bad. But it was like I could have ran better to where I probably could have ran better to do to take like top maybe top thirty. That would have been incredible. Like doing that kind of thing. And you know what? It happens. Well I talk about my track season, but there is none. The pandemic shut down WIA, shut down all the track, anything in track. I never had my track season this year. And it's a bit sad because I probably would have made it to state and probably might have won because I was the fastest returning 800 runner in the state in D1. And it's just, 
it hurts a bit to think about because I really wanted that last season to run, but you just don't get it. And one of my coaches asked me, Nick, um, how do you feel about not being able to run? And I said to him, you win some, you lose some. You may lose more than you win some, but when you win some, you really do win. You just need to be ready for when you do lose. Because it's never easy. No one ever likes losing, but it's there. We just need to accept that it's there. Because if we always ran good, then we'd be, then what would be our best? When would we do our best? If you always ran good, you'd never have the greatest. You've got to lose to really show yourself you can win. It may take time to finally win a race, but you can do it. And right now, I'm actually, uh, actually a bit happy I didn't do my senior track season because I actually got an injury over the winter. Yeah, I got an injury over the winter. I had a, a meniscus tear on my, I had a lateral meniscus tear, a small one, but it was still there. It was just, an, it hurt each time I did something. Each time I did a, like, a shuffle, a pivot, it hurt. How did this come on, you might ask? Well, I did probably happen because I played basketball over the winter. I didn't find my, I want, I'm not exactly made for basketball, I'm made for running, straight line, instead of jukes and everywhere, and whenever I play a sport, I play, I play to win, I play 100%, even if it's in like gym class, I play 100% to win, because that is me as a distance runner, I always want to put my 110% out there to show them what I can do, and I didn't get the track season, and you just gotta, I've gotta get ready for um, college, because I want to go to college and do, be a, do the exact same thing you did in high school. And next year, I'll most likely be running for St. Ober College. And right now, I'm just doing going through rehab, physical therapy for my knee. And I'm doing really well. And the thing I want you to take away from this these, this series is that I may have, that I started off, I started off small, and you slowly got bigger. But you can, if you have enough effort, you can do whatever you want with running. You can do whatever you want. And you can slowly grow your career if that's what you want to be. It'll take time. It'll take effort. It'll take, it'll take hours of your life that you, ever, you wanted. That you might not have many friends. I don't have many friends. I have my group of runners who are my best friends, who are great friends. If I need anything, I can go to them. And you won't not, you're not popular. For, as running, you're not popular. You just do what you do. And you do it the best you can. And you show them that you can be the best. So what I want you to take away is that just because you might be slowing down, you might think running's terrible, running sucks, that you can do great things with running. It'll just take time. So if you're a new runner, and if you're like, if you want to be a runner, if you're a future runner or you're a new runner, you just came into the sport and you want to be a long-distance runner, it'll take time. It'll take mentality to keep going. It'll take everything you've got to be a good runner be a good distance runner. Sprinting is easy. You just sprint a short distance and you call it a day. But to craft yourself into a sprinter and to craft yourself into a long distance runner is two different things. Two different things. The long distance runners hardly ever get a break. You go for a long run, you do a workout. You do for a long run, you go for a workout. Sprinters, they mostly do workouts. They do their workouts, they do their ins and outs. Long distance running is pain. It hurts. You will hurt and you will feel down on the ground, and you'll say, I can't do this, but you can. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your teammates. That's what you got to do. And this will be the last um, 
episode of The Life of a Long Distance Runner. I'm your host, Nicholas Johnson. I thank you for following my three-part series, and I say good night, arrivederci, baka baka, dismissed.